0: Sandbox. Hallelujah not there's no reason to think this season is anything but a gift not a battle one I'm Kim Thomas welcome to this special Advent season broadcast of the curate's Corner where we're remembering that because of the love of God for sinners he sent Christ to bring us the joy of salvation, the hope of eternal life, and the peace of God to rule our hearts. If you haven't done so already, please go ahead and download the PDF for your resource at advent.thevillagechapel.com or in the show notes below. It's a beautiful package and it will help you, especially on the days when we look at a painting. But it's also just a beautiful package that Kevin Tucker, uh, our graphic artist at the Village Chapel, has put together and you won't want to miss out on that. This is week three. This is the week of hope in our Advent series, and today we're going to look at a painting from the Annunciation to the Shepherds, which was painted by Nicholas Bircham in 1649. It's oil on canvas, and it is seven foot one inch by ten feet three inches. This is a pretty a substantial piece of art, wider than it is tall. It's actually quite huge and uh, even at that size it can barely contain the scene that Bertram has painted for us. The painting itself is housed at the Hermitage, which is a museum of art and culture in St. Petersburg, Russia. I don't know if I'll ever have the opportunity to go there, but if I do I will make my way immediately To view this painting in person. In this expression of shepherds, Bircham has portrayed them as actual families, not just a a group of fellas with their uh, shepherd's hooks uh, gathered around a fire, but in this expression, he has families camping on a hillside with their animals, actual parents and children. And they're hovered in the shadows of the edges of the painting, uh, even in the shadows of big rocks, as would be the case in Israel. And they're um, sort of pushed to the edges of the painting in browns and neutral tones and dark, deep shades of, uh, shades of sepia. And um, they camouflage them as almost part of the earth themselves. The men are deferring and kneeling to a source of light from the sky, consuming presence of angels and cherubim. Uncertain whether to be fascinated or frightened by it, the men stand, uh, some of them with their elbows bent and their hands uh, covering their eyes, some of them bowing and kneeling, some of them folding their hands as they become aware this is the presence of God. There's one man who is um, behind another one and he's shielding his eyes. The third shepherd kneels, looks as if he cannot take his eyes off the scene that is before him. Interestingly, the animals in the scene all look towards the shepherds, not to the sky, not to the angels, but to the shepherds whom they've depended on all this time for their food, for their safety, and they look to them to wait for their response to know what is next and what they should do, how they should respond to this unknown scene happening in the sky. Well, the angels in the sky, unlike uh, the human beings who are very well grounded and um, seated on the earth, very much connected to the earth, the angels are in flowing white gowns and wings with gossamer heavenly light on them, glowing in the blue-black night sky, not so much becoming a part of it, but very much other. And the central angel, standing erect, calmly gestures his hand in a direction. And because we know the story that these are the angels who have come to the shepherds to tell them about the baby Savior who has been born, we know he's urging them to gather their own babies and go to see this infant born savior who is resting under a beaming star. Bertram's narrative can't help but urge you to think of what that trip might look like as these shepherds took down their tent, put out the fire, collected their pots and pans, packed their goods, gathered up the animals and began the journey calming the children, calming the animals but talking among themselves about this amazing thing that had just happened, where the sky had ripped open and heaven had appeared before their very eyes. Had it really happened? Was it really true? Scripture tells us in Luke 2.16 that the shepherds went with haste. Isn't that fascinating? The shepherds didn't pause and wonder among themselves, could this have really happened? They went with haste. They didn't hesitate at all. They believed and they went, just as the angels told them to. Well, Bertram, the artist himself, was a Dutch italianate landscape painter. It's said that he was the most important and versatile of the so-called Dutch Italianates, Painters who produced landscapes with a distinctly Italian flavor. It's even said that Bertram himself had never been to Italy before this painting, that it was many years after it, but was still quite influenced uh, by Italian paintings, paintings um, that had landscapes with a distinctly Italian flavor. Um, It's also said that he became one of the most sensitive interpreters of pastoral qualities of Italian landscapes. He was well known and loved for his allegorical scenes. This painting in particular is a great example of that allegorical style as he captures this beautiful scene, the painting resonating with the heavens, declaring the glory of God. And we see the vanishing point. Being somewhere up in the heavens. What an amazing night for the shepherds and their families. A Christmas Eve that they likely talked about every Christmas Eve for the rest of their lives. A beautiful scene captured by this amazing painter. And Bertram has sealed all of this in oil on canvas in a seven by ten foot scene for us. Today, Our scripture focus is Luke 2, verses 8 through 14, and uh, it tells of this scene quite um, handily. Let's read it. And in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. Bertram captures that so beautifully in the clouds and in the glow that comes from heaven behind them. They were filled with great fear, and I think obviously he's talking about the shepherds. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which shall be for all the people. And fear not is the most often repeated command in the scripture. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this sign will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger. That would be a very familiar scene, I would think, for the Uh, shepherds and their families so he's describing something that wasn't so foreign as these angels are floating in the sky this very unfamiliar scene they describe something very familiar and suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host so now more angels more and more praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. And then it's just a couple of verses later where we're told that they went with haste to see this child. Well, today's prayer focus is salvation. And uh, reading this passage really sets the scene for us to pray that prayer together. All right, Lord, thank you for recording this amazing scene for us and then for painters like Bircham who have given us a visual to go along with it and uh, imagining these wonderful shepherds and their families and the scene that they were allowed to have in that moment and how that impact on their lives and then that they went with haste to see the baby Jesus and Lord how we today are being called again to go with haste to come to see Christ the Savior. We pray for all of those who have not yet come <clears throat> to see Christ the Savior, to know him as their Savior. We pray, Lord, that you would urge them. Lord, it may not be uh, angels in the sky, it may not be stars over top, but perhaps it's um, you would use those of us uh, that know people who still need to be called to know the Savior. Lord, we long for our loved ones, our friends, um, those within our influence to know you as Savior. Use us as you would, Lord, that we would proclaim your name, that we would, in whatever way possible, proclaim glory in the highest, honor the peace, because you have come Give us the words. Give us the opportunity. Give us the circumstance and give us the courage, Lord, to um, introduce others to you, Christ the Savior. We pray all these things in your most marvelous name. Amen. Curate's Corner with Kim Thomas is a resource of the Village Chapel in Nashville, Tennessee. If you find this daily podcast beneficial, Leave a review and share it with friends and family. For more resources or to support our ministry, visit thevillagechapel.com. Music for this podcast by Charlie Peacock.